Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode three of the Relatable Real Estate Podcast. We are two young realtors who talk everything Vancouver real estate while keeping it at a relatable level. Daniel, how you feeling today, buddy? So three, baby. Yeah, we made Let's it. Go. Not canceled yet. <laughs> yeah, I know. And just, uh, you know, I think we should explain to some people why we keep changing locations yeah, back here. in New York. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we travel a lot. You know, we're a business. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, exactly. But um, <laughs> yeah, we were just experimenting a few of the setups. This is probably going to be the permanent one. This is our office yes. here. So uh, I think we got the lease accepted. <laughs> exactly. I'm pretty sure I also had a mustache in the last episode. You did have a mustache. <laughs> yeah. So your beards grow pretty quick. Yeah, it's, it's a confusing segment, but we're <laughs> here. We made it to episode three. Perfect. I think uh, this episode here, we're going to be talking about what's like being a young realtor. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the topic of today. Uh, we're be going to be covering a few topics. Uh, yeah. So, you know, the first one is that we're going to quickly go over Again, we did on the first episode, but maybe a little bit more detail, you know, why we became realtors. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're also going to be talking about what our day looks like, you know, what our favorite things about the job are and what are the least favorite things Absolutely. about the job because nothing's perfect. Yeah, we got to keep it relatable. we got to keep it relatable. That's true. Uh, a few of the myths about the job. I mm-hmm. think a lot of people have some preconceptions. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> we're going to be talking about that today. Break, we're going to break some hearts today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, what is our advice to anyone wanting to become an agent, which yes. is quite a bit of people, actually? Yeah. I mean, again, I think this is such a exciting episode because like literally last night, I actually had somebody asking me if to go for coffee and just like being able to relate. We get questions all the time to so, you know, be able to break it down, especially being in Gen Z and kind of our experiences yeah. are a little bit more different because um, there are quite a few people that come into real estate quite a bit older, right? Yeah. You know, we have agents coming in that are, you know, 30s, 40s, even 50s yeah. um, starting from day one. So we definitely have a, a slightly different experience than, than they will. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah. So do you want to just quickly go over again uh, why or how you started being um, uh, why being a real estate agent? Right? Yeah. So, I mean, for real estate, again, it's one of those things that like I always kind of that was interesting growing up. Uh, to be honest, I didn't put a whole lot of thought into it, but I yeah. was quite obsessed with the MLS. You yeah. know, Realtor.ca, REW, all those websites. I just loved looking at expensive listings. Um, and as time went on, you know, I was all in trades. My whole family's in trades, yeah. and they kind of encouraged me to go down that same path. Um, I graduated early from high school into an automotive program. Uh, liked mechanics, but uh, you know, COVID hit. And uh, I met up with a buddy who he basically told me that he got his real estate license and he was 19. Mm. Um, I had no idea that you could get it that young and I was, yeah. you know, kind of just sparked it in my head. Um, and then, you know, when COVID came and, you know, kind of full force and shut our shop down, I just decided to go for it and I've yeah. uh, been loving it ever since. So I, I don't have this super emotional story of like, you know, when I was three years old, I met a real estate agent, you know, changed my life. <laughs> he showed you one place and since yeah, then you've always wanted to be a Exactly. Real estate. <laughs> but I mean, it, it, I would, you know, it's definitely something that's been in the back of my head and like something yeah. I always thought was cool. But again, I had a misconception of like, you know, I had to be at least, you know, 30 years old, have 10 years in sales experience. You know, I thought there's a degree for it. Yeah. You uh, don't see a lot of really young. I, I mean, no. now I feel like you're starting definitely. to see quite a bit more. Yeah. Uh, especially because I think a lot of people had the same idea that you had to be like 30 mm-hmm. years old or something. Yeah. Right. So I think I think now we're seeing a lot more. We're going to get so many more realtors in, in the business. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, like just kind of going back and maybe, you know, if you want to watch the full reason why I became a realtor, maybe go back to the first episode. It's quite emotional. It's quite emotional. We all cried. But, uh, <laughs> but I think, yeah, I think working as a um, 
an admin assistant here for the team as a marketing assistant as well. Mm-hmm. I think one thing that I really liked uh, about being a realtor is, you know, helping people get their first homes. Yeah. I think when I saw Pedro, our team leader, uh, selling people their first homes, I mean, it's a pretty emotional purchase because yeah. you can only imagine, especially young people that like struggle so much to get it. Totally. Uh, I think that was like a big driving factor why I became a realtor. Mm-hmm. Um, think it's it's pretty cool to help people in that way right like totally i think I, you know i worked in like a, a clothing store yeah. and i help people like pick clothes but it's not it's not <laughs> it's that the big, exact same thing picking a, your shirt for the day and your home for the rest of your life one-to-one comparison same thing <laughs> <laughs> but um no i think it's it's a much more impactful purchase right and mm-hmm. i think i like that aspect and I mean, again, also, uh, you know, the MLS is super cool just looking at places totally. all day. Or like all the TV shows, like where there's like Love It or Listed or like <laughs> all these renovation shows. Like there's something very interesting about real estate. Yeah. And, and the so realtor always looks super cool in those shows. 100%. <laughs> They're like the coolest people. They don't ever. show the ugly realtors, only the extremely good looking ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which we are. So it's okay. Yeah. It's- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, okay. So what does our day look like, Cade? I know it's uh it's a, probably people wonder if we just lay in bed all day and then we sell a place and we go to bed again or how yep so i wake up at 4 30 a.m meditate <laughs> for three hours no um i mean realistically uh one thing that i i tell a lot of people is we pretty much run the same time as when other people do yeah so you know a lot of people you know actually get to the office around 10 a.m because you know talking to people eight nine in the morning like they don't want to be bothered uh, you know, on, on their way to work, right? So I'd say, you know, on average for us, you get to the office around, you know, 9.30, 10 a.m., kind of start your day, morning coffee. I mean, for me personally, I like to look right away for inventory. Yeah. Um, we have a software program specifically for realtors called Paragon. So we get to see pretty much everything before it hits those public sites. So, yeah. you know, as you can see how, you know, aggressive markets can be, like the quicker you can find these listings, send them to your clients, the better. Um, so typically we'll do that around lunchtime. Uh, you know, typically make phone calls. Again, yeah. you pretty much have to make calls for people um, when they're obviously not working. Yeah. The nice thing is now that I've noticed is a lot of people work from home. Yeah. Um, so, you know, for some clients of mine, they pretty much can let me know a call any time of the day. Uh, and then, you know, after that, it's pretty much just, it, it really depends on what kind of what's happening. If it's a busy week, it's harder to plan for videos. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we obviously like to plan content. This podcast alone has taken a lot of our time lately. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and then for the evening, again, it's like if you can have showings, uh, if you can make cold calls, prospecting, you know, planning for Instagram posts, whatever it is. But again, I, I typically wouldn't say we have an average day or what our day looks like just because mm-hmm. it's so sporadic. It really you know, is. There's so much to happen. And, and again, too, like for real estate, it is hard to be busy. Like mm-hmm. if you're busy, that's awesome. But for a lot of like younger realtors or people, you know, realtors new to the business, like it is difficult to consistently have work. So if you have a showing every single day with a client, that is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that is really awesome. Yeah. yeah. So again, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know about you. I know, I know you have a little bit more different day, but. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I still do some uh, work for the team, right? Yeah. So I, I help with contracts and, mm-hmm. you know, even the, the social media page for the team and, yeah. and all that and some admin work. Daniel's so, very talented. Oh, thank say. you. Seriously, thank you. no, you're you're incredibly it. talented. <laughs> yeah, so I, you know, I for me it's a little bit different. Also, 10 a.m. I think that's when the whole team kind of arrives at the office. Yeah. Because too early, right? People are like rushing to work. You can't really yeah. make calls. Uh, I, I would say from 10 to 12, that's like when people kind of got to work. They're settled in, 
and then they like may take a few calls if they're not super busy yeah. right and, so, and again too for any realtors that are going to come at us for that because there's so many different opinions that is what works for us everyone <laughs> is going to have a different story some people call right at 8 a.m some people call at 7 p.m whatever it is yeah that's just what we have found kind and of it's funny some people are like don't call fridays at 3 p.m because that's mm. like the, it's like there's like it's, people have such specific like rules for calling too it's it's pretty funny no exactly I think especially too like cold calling for anyone wanting to go into business <laughs> that is such a major part yeah. of this job so be prepared for people to be you know pricks on the phone yeah like the amount of times we have made calls and like i'll be honest still to this day it, it occasionally hurts and you you know you're trying to be nice <laughs> and someone tells you to f off but it's just like it yeah. is what it is right you can call it 8 a.m or 9 p.m whatever it is and some people are gonna love it some people are gonna absolutely hate it yeah so. and i think majority of people don't like it but I mean, it is what it is, right? It's kind of our job. And we're yeah. going to get into that on the totally. least favorite things about the job. That's definitely one of them. Yep. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and then, uh, you know, I think throughout the day, I kind of do some admin work. And mm -hmm. I really like the fact that you look at inventory first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. uh, I usually wait until I receive an email because we, like, we receive email notifications for every time a, a listing comes for, uh, for a client, right? Yeah. And uh, I usually, you know, wait for that email. I'll click on it. And then I'll see if it fits like their criteria and everything. And yeah. then it's, it's hard because sometimes, uh, you know, our system kind of like automatically sends the email and like yeah. some of the listings are just like either like super overpriced and that they're like not exactly what they're looking for, or they're like really old. And there's one listing that <laughs> fit almost the criteria of the clients, but when I looked at it, it was just like, there's no floors. It was just like completely Gutted. destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a problem too, that we see a lot of times with this inventory is like realtors can lie. Yeah. Like, you know, we, I've seen it where people have lied about, you know, if, if GST is paid on a property, like if it's mm -hmm. a leasehold or not, which is a major, major problem for <laughs> yeah. somebody if they obviously don't want to be with leasehold properties. Mm -hmm. um, so you really have to be careful. And like, again, too, compared to what the public has for like, rewrealtor.ca we have set specific oh, yeah. criteria we can pretty much find the perfect home for someone based off what they give us right yeah which is, which is nice for having those tools mm -hmm. they're very detailed yeah. which is great right we can we can read a lot more information than the public that's for sure we yeah. can you know we can look at the history of the listing too yeah which i don't know if you even can there they you're... actually did announce that I, I believe it's in october for realtor.ca oh. you can look at pat like history of properties oh, now which that's is pretty cool. good so realtors can't lie anymore and be like oh yeah it actually yeah. sold for this it's like nope huh. that's public so i i that's, personally think that's a good thing yeah that's a good thing so it's uh yeah i think it's the more informed people are i think that's easier for us too totally because like a lot of people i think think that especially so here's the thing that's a, that's a, uh one of the the challenges that we have mm -hmm. is i feel like because we're young uh a lot of people don't trust us as yeah, much 100%. so like the most amount of information that a client would have that's the better for us because then they'll yeah. realize that hey, hey guess what like we're actually saying something that's true, right? <laughs> I think it's literally like that meme where like from Parks and Rec where it's just like, hey, sir, can I help you for anything today? And they're like, I know more than you. <laughs> it's just like, okay, like, <laughs> trying to help you. But yeah, so yeah. It, it definitely, I, I have noticed that before. Mm -hmm. um, I think with younger people, it's not the case at all. I think if not, they kind of trust you more. Yeah, because uh, again, they can relate to you. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I've definitely had a, a you know trouble before with older clients that are just like, I have kids older than you. Like, yeah. how can I trust you? But yeah. is what it is. It's how you know present yourself and the knowledge you bring. And I think for most people age, they really don't care. Yeah, true. Which is good. So true. I think just one last thing to finalize what our day looks like. I mean, like you said, it's it really depends on the day. Mm -hmm. It's usually random. 
I would say weekdays is more working towards getting leads. Yeah. And weekends, it's more uh, showings. Yeah. yeah. Showings, uh, meetings, whatever. Maybe planning an offer for the next week. Yeah. And uh, but again, like you said, I mean, we're young. We we kind of started not too long ago in the business, mm-hmm. so yeah, it does take some time to get traction and to get busy. Absolutely. So I think if you're looking to get into real estate, you should have that in mind, right? That it's totally. not going to be super quick that you're going to to be busy every day. Yeah, and again, like you got to kind of be open to everything, right? Like you yeah. can't go in the business and be like, I'm only going to work in Langley City. It's right. like, you know, for us, if we get a call like, hey, man, can we look at a showing in two hours in mission? We're like, I'll meet you there. <laughs> like <laughs> Immediately. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, you just kind of have to adapt and, you know, go from there. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, we pretty much have to just be open to everything at this point. Sure. Cool. Uh, let's talk about some of the favorite things about sure. being a realtor. I think we have quite a bit of those. Yeah, I'd, a, I'd say more thing. positives than negatives for sure. Mm-hmm. If not, I wouldn't be doing this. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I think the, the number one thing for me is this kind of the, the lifestyle that you have of like hours and stuff. Yeah. Um, how you, you know, again, we are in a team. We do have a team leader. But again, you are slightly your own boss. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the, you are not getting paid hourly by, you know, your team leaders or whatever. So <laughs> yeah. it's pretty much like you you get what you put in. Right. So if you're not going to mm-hmm. work like obviously some team, you know, leaders will fire you, but it's like, okay, like I'm not going to babysit you. So to just know like what you, the effort you put in, like you can get pretty high rewards for that. And again, that there's no kind of cap of what you can make exactly. is pretty uh, motivating and inspiring. Yeah, it's, it totally is that though, right? Mm-hmm. Like the amount of work they put in, it's totally what's gonna come out. Mm-hmm. I know that for example, me, like in the beginning of the year, I didn't put a lot of work and I was just focusing on other things, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of, um, finishing some other personal things yeah and um and i realized i wasn't getting anything done really yeah. like no no new, new leads no showings whatever and then you know kind of uh throughout the year i, I kind of got a little bit busier because i was doing more mm-hmm. and uh you know I, I closed a few deals which was great and I, I realized that like for example in the summer it was super slow and i was yeah. kind of taking a little vacation yeah. and i realized that like it totally is that right like the amount of work they put in is totally the amount of leads and and deals are you going to make so yeah i think kind of like a a good example of like you know having a nine to five job or like working under a company compared to kind of a business like real estate where you're on your own is kind of like the difference of high school to like university in high (laughs) school if you're slacking you're not doing your job you get you know in trouble for that they can fail you whatever they can kick you out in university it's like you were completely on your own yeah you don't have a professor calling you saying hey man like you're late on homework where is this it's like if you don't do it that's fine but you're done and you're not mm-hmm. gonna last very long yeah and that's so. good that to have some responsibility too i think totally. it helps you to get organized right i think that's the one thing that i really like about this job is that before i was very disorganized because mm-hmm. I didn't have to really care, like, you know, like working in a clothing store, like a restaurant, right? Yeah. You just get your shifts, you show up, you do like some work that, you know, of course it's it's good work, but you don't really have to think about it. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of like automatic, right? Like yeah. there's a system in place already for you to do. If you do that, you're going to get paid. Yeah. And uh, I think for real estate, it's different because you have to be very creative, right? So you have to, yeah. to kind of figure out how am I going to get a, a new lead? And once you get the new lead, you have to like like solve their problems in a creative way because everyone has different problems 
and it's uh you know how how are we going to for example do the podcast right yeah spend so much time like trying to think about new things which is kind of cool yeah again it's like you're saying with clients like it's incredibly satisfying to know like we have you know went from a cold call with a complete stranger like i've had some clients that i got from a cold call and they're actually pissed off at me when i first called them <laughs> and then you kind of turn that around and you know start talking real estate then you close a deal with them now you're getting invited to their house like we've had some co-workers here that have been invited to their clients weddings and stuff so like <laughs> That's yeah. another thing that I just love about the job is just like meeting people. You get to meet a lot of really cool people. Everyone has their own background. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's just so satisfying to know, know from you went from the very beginning to closing a deal with someone. And, and again, you know, you kind of have that lasting relationship, right? Yeah. And referrals too. Referrals, yeah. So that's, it's, that's it's huge. huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially for us, you know, young people, it's, it's hard to get referrals because, you know, some people have, you know, uh, the discipline and, you know, they're saving money, but majority of the friends, and I think that's probably one of the, the least favorite things of all the jobs that we're going to be covering, are, you know, not um, not focusing so much in buying real estate right now. They're more focused, you know, in partying and doing all of that. So yeah. uh, it's hard to get referrals from young people, I, I, yeah. I find, right? For sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, ironically enough, though, I, I closed a deal with a, a lady at the beginning, and she, I think she was 23 years old at the time, and then referred me to someone else who bought a $1.8 million, like, essentially mansion in Coquitlam. That's so, true. Yeah, they can so refer you to all of it. So true. it's all over the place, but <laughs> I, I totally see what you're saying. Yeah. I think something else that I really like, and that goes back to the MLS, because before, uh, you know, we used to look at the MLS listings online, which yeah. is one thing, which is pretty cool still. Yeah. But then now we can literally walk to any open house or any anywhere, really. Yeah, and be like, show hey, your business card. Like, yep, I'm, I'm welcomed here. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's pretty cool that we get to see like places. Like, totally. We've right? seen so many cool properties with like, you know, kick ass views or, you know, yeah. sweet layouts, gorgeous units, whatever it is. Like, it's super cool. Like in all those TV shows that you see, like love it or list it, like whatever yeah. it is. Like, it's super fun being able to do that in real life. Yeah. I think, for example, I went to an open house uh, for $20 million property. Yep, of course, that. I don't have any clients for $20 million property. <laughs> just being... Yes, sir. My clients, they weren't able to make it today. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just bring you to yeah, exactly. my client. But that's pretty cool. Like, it's it's mm-hmm. an agent's open, so only agents can come in. Yep. Exclusive and, uh, to us. And technically, you are an agent, right? Yeah. So, you, you can go to these houses and, and take a look. And, uh, of course, the goal is to eventually sell one of those houses. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, uh, I think it's cool to be able to see it live. Yeah, and again, too, like just like having access to that, like again, going back to people, like not only clients have cool stories, but a yeah. lot of these realtors, like, you know, you never, I, I don't want to look at someone and they're special because they make a lot of money, but you know, some of these people that have these essentially empires behind them, like just being able to talk to them and get mm-hmm. advice. And a lot of them have crazy backgrounds, whether it's like yeah. investment banking or they were a lawyer, like some people were in medicine beforehand, like yeah. to just kind of have that, conversation with them and just Mm -hmm. be like hey man like i'm in my early 20s like what did you do what do you recommend like i think there's a lot of good information that we can get there's a lot of good mentors yes exactly yeah so cool okay uh i think those are some of the favorite things do you want to add anything or yeah i mean to be honest i'm kind of ready to go into breaking some hearts yeah so (laughs) some of the least favorite things right yeah i think if if you're looking to be a realtor you should definitely be aware of these especially if you're a younger realtor totally uh there's a, a few challenges that are pretty unique for young realtors, mm-hmm. right? So I think the first one, and I get this a lot, especially because, you know, Kate has the beard. Yeah. I don't have the beard. I was forced to grow this, by the way. <laughs> I don't like this beard, but I was forced to grow it to look older. Yeah. A lot of people, I think, 
look uh, i know it's it, it might be a little bit subjective right of mm -hmm. course because you know i've closed deals with older people yeah but you know a lot of people look and and they can tell that you're inexperienced because of yeah. your age right yeah which you know sometimes it's true that you know of course we are you know younger in the business we we kind of started not too long ago yeah but there's also something that you know kind of pisses me off a little bit okay let's hear it and uh <laughs> you know there's a lot of older realtors they become realtors when they're older mm -hmm. so they look older they look like they have a lot of experience but they don't they don't have it yeah. right so in a way you know i know that's very subjective but a lot of people judge uh, by your appearance so if you're a young realtor you should be aware of that yeah yeah no that's huge and uh I, again i think a, a big one of a challenge that i hate is some months you do not make money <laughs> yeah. obviously that's not the goal but you know be prepared as a brand new agent to come in and have some savings like i hear it all the time where it's just like man like real estate is like the cheapest way to start your own business like you really don't need a lot of upfront money like I get that to an extent, but if you have bills, if you have rent, if you have car payments, like yeah. to have months, you know, yeah, potentially months of not making a dime, that gets pretty old pretty quick. And again, going back to that motivation, like nothing's really more motivating to know, like, yeah, I have no money, I will be broke if I don't close a deal. <laughs> you just see your bank account draining every month. Yeah, and it's, absolutely. That's a challenge. Yeah, yeah, and again, too, like getting a big check, like, you know, it's it's so sporadic like you know mm -hmm. i've had a month where you make zero dollars and a month where you make over five figures and it's just like it's yeah. really hard to you know ride the wave and stay consistent with that money yeah it's hard when especially when you're starting you know i remember uh for six months right like i i made like zero deals mm -hmm. and i was freaking out i was like you know i don't know if this is for me like this is crazy but you know a lot of people do say that you know your first year even until your fourth year it's pretty hard to be consistent, you know, be making consistent money, right? So, I mean, of course it depends. There's some people that started and they have like great connections and totally. they're able to close like, we saw someone in the office close like a hundred deals in their first year. But that's, you know, that's I think another challenge too, right? Like setting realistic expectations. Oh, for sure. I mean, again, too, like we've had people that have come in and just absolutely kicked ass. Like, yeah. you know, it's it's just, you know, had no, nothing in the background and they've just done so well. So. I think, again, that's a challenge for a younger agent is you just have to like almost have that tunnel vision yeah. and just realize like, you know, you're on Instagram, everyone is going to sell themselves and make <laughs> them look like a million bucks. Like there's a lot of people that, you know, unfortunately they can actually kind of lie a little bit of yeah. how they got those deals. And just, <laughs> you have to be like, you know what, I'm focusing on me. I'm focusing yeah. on my goals. I'm going to do the best that I can and don't get caught up and be like, oh, well, that guy has been in the business for a month and he just closed a $4 million deal. Mm -hmm. And so you just got to really just stay in your own path and just, you know, be positive with yourself. Yeah. Especially because younger realtors, you know, most of the time, we don't really have a career before real estate, yeah. right? Like, uh, I know we had jobs before, yeah. but not like a career, right? A lot of the older agents, you know, if they if they start real estate and they're a little bit older, they most likely had a career before. Mm. So they already have, you know, plenty of connections that, you know, have more money, they're more prepared to buy, they're in a different stage of their lives, right? Mm. So I think setting that realistic expectation that, hey, if I'm a young realtor and I'm looking to start into real estate, uh, just like you said, right? Have that tunnel vision, focus on yourself, focus on how you can get better and you know, the deals will come. Yeah. And yeah. again, too, I think that's uh, honestly for things we don't like about the job, that's probably my least favorite thing yeah. is just getting pissed off by the BS that you see online. Like <laughs> so many people, some of the lies that they make or the stories that they have and like being able to see behind the scenes. Right. I mean, like you weren't part of that deal. Like, yeah. you know what I mean, like your team was part of that deal and you lied about that. So it's just yeah. like, it's really hard to like, not focus on that stuff like yeah. again like we say have that tunnel vision but again that's not an easy thing to do yeah like we're all human beings it totally, emotions yeah. and it's like 
you never want to say, you know, you're jealous of someone, but when you see some things, like, it's really hard to just be like, damn, <laughs> mm -hmm. why didn't I do that? Yeah. And, if, uh, you know, that's, that's the thing, right? You just got to focus, do what you can. Yeah. And, um, you know, with time, which is, you know, something that if you see a lot of TikToks, even there is a one TikTok that we talk about all the time of this really big realtor. And he's pretty honest about it. You know, his first year, he didn't make, I think he made like $5,000 or something. Right? Yeah, it's crazy. And then uh, now that he's making like over a million dollars in commission. I think last year's 2.2 million. He yeah. Started, so which is super inspiring. But again, too, that's, oh, I, think, I think that's over 16 years of work. Exactly. So like, yeah. again, we'll go into myths later, but it's definitely not a get quick rich job. Well, I think we covered, you know, most of the least favorite things about the job. Is there anything else you want to talk about, Kid? Yeah, I guess it's kind of a final thing is uh, just with the education, the uh, yes. the classes are a little more expensive. And I guess that's a, another myth that we can go into, mm -hmm. uh, or sorry, a myth that we can go into is just like, um, I've kind of heard a misconception before where it's like you, you go to university or you go to whatever school you go to and you get your license and that's it. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of continuing education. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it, it makes sense in this trade because with the amount of contracts, everything, it is consistently changing. And every, yeah, exactly. Everything gets updated super quick. Like yeah. documents get updated every so often, right? Yeah. And uh, a lot of rules change, mm -hmm. uh, which we're going to be talking about, for example, the cooling off period, which is something that's coming up in yeah. next year. So. We're going to be doing probably a full episode on that or yeah we can just do an episode of like kind of what to expect in the next <laughs> yeah. six months so yeah and yeah like you said i mean education it's kind of expensive too a lot of people mm -hmm. think it's like super cheap mm -hmm. uh it is definitely an investment and again once you have your license if you want to keep having your license you have to hang it in a brokerage right yeah and you know at least our brokerage we have to pay either monthly fees or there's a split deal that you can do with the brokerage yeah and, uh, you know, we decided to go with the monthly fees, mm -hmm. which is, you know, if you don't pay a very expensive rent, it's, you know, very similar amounts, right? I'm not going to specifically disclose the price just because it depends from brokerage to brokerage. Yeah. But that's something to consider, right? The price of uh, being a real estate agent, it's, it's kind of expensive. Totally. And again, too, I know some people that are probably, uh, you know, in university paying $20,000 exactly. a year, yeah. a little pissed off hearing that. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> relatively, like, you know, for example, I believe for the program was about $1,800 or 2000. Yeah. Um, but after that, you know, licensing fees, I think are another 2000 for every two mm -hmm. years. Um, you have to get a certain amount of hours a uh, year, every two years and courses. Yeah. And each course is, I'd say on average about 200 bucks a course, mm -hmm. if not higher. Um, so it's definitely an investment. It adds up. Yeah. And you think <laughs> about it like, yeah, you know, if your degree is four years, you pay X amount like this never ends. So if you're in the yeah. business for, you know, 30, 40, 50 years, um, that goes a long way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, uh, let's move to myths of the, about the job. I think yeah. the first one that we get a lot is, you know, it's a get rich quick job. Absolutely not. No, <laughs> I think we can both testify to that, that, you know, it's a lot of hard work and you're not getting paid, mm -hmm. right? So, uh, yeah, do you want to explain that to them? Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. I guess going on to that, like every single showing or, you know, I, I think, sorry, to go back a little bit, one misconception I've heard before is like, if you're on a team, if you're on a brokerage, like, you're paid hourly, right? Like yeah. not at all. No, I'm sure there's some people, maybe some teams or if they, you know, host of the open houses, depending, they may have an hourly wage, but I personally haven't heard of that. And I know like a vast <laughs> majority of everyone I've ever spoken to. Um, yeah, you, there's, there's no monthly wage. There's nothing, no salary. It's pretty yeah. much you strictly make commission and that's it. Yeah. And you know, f especially for us, we're younger. We usually work with buyers for most of the time. Yep. Uh, you know, there are, you know, ways for you to kind of secure, 
uh, a client in a way, you know, exclusive contracts and mm -hmm. all that. We realized that a majority of people don't want to sign anything, especially if they just met you, right? Yeah. So you're kind of working for free for a lot of the times, right? So you're going to like showings, you're paying for your gas, and there's yep. no guarantee that that deal is going to close if they're even like going to close. Yeah, we've right? been so. burned, you know, super last minute deals. You're <laughs> with someone and as you're doing the contract <laughs> and you've done all the prep work, explain the contracts, explain step by one, uh, they tell you that, you know, their brother's a realtor and they basically <laughs> yeah. just made you do all the work. So again, I do believe in that contract. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I do believe that like, you know, depending on the client, if you don't feel right. comfortable, that could be very valuable and probably should be there. Mm -hmm. um, but again, yeah, we don't want to, you know, we, 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 we don't like pressuring people yeah. into signing anything and that I, they, they're we, not willing to. Right? Yeah. We yeah. do believe in loyalty in the sense of like, you know, we're going to be all in for you. We expect right. that in the same. And I can say for a majority of times, like we've never really run into any issues. Mm hmm. Uh, cool. We talked about that. Um, and uh, we talked about education as well. I'm just looking at the notes here. Um, and uh, something that it's a myth is that you need to have a sales background or know um, someone to do well. Yeah, no, for sure. I've, you know, you, there's definitely stories where people like they have their parent in it and they can obviously do well. But, yeah. you know, we've seen a lot of agents know absolutely no one have zero sales experience. Um, and do absolutely kick-ass job. Yeah. Like, you know, for us, we don't, I know, I don't think you have a sales background. No, not really, not a like a professional sales, yeah, not exactly. something that relates to real estate, really. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, for me, like when I was in the in the shop, it was like the final shop I was at was smaller. So like sometimes yeah. I dealt with like being on the phone with people and like trying to sell parts, but you know, selling somebody, uh, you know. $100. Yeah, $300. break job for $300 <laughs> is a little different than selling a, you know, million dollar house, so. <laughs> exactly. I think it's, it's really, more about gaining experience mm -hmm. of course knowing some people that definitely helps yeah right? i mean uh, of course you, you're gonna get deals faster but that i don't think that necessarily means you're going to have like a, a very successful business right away right because you know the people that you know kind of run out quickly i would say mm -hmm. right especially if someone has like for example uh five people that they know they'll they'll buy they'll make maybe fi make five deals right away mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that that's going to be like a, a business that gets a lot of traction uh, not necessarily of course if you do a great job and you get referrals from that mm -hmm. most likely you will you'll get like a, a good uh more few deals from it but you know if you're just starting and you don't do a really good job but you have some connections like solely just connections you're it's not really a, a big determining factor if you're going to be a great realtor or not yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, yeah. if you kind of want to go into advice here um, is like start filling that database as early as you can. Like yeah. even if you know you're, you know, you just started school, it's about, you know, I'd say about a year and a half uh, before you're going to have that license from start to finish with yeah. school. It completely depends. Uh, quick background, you know, I think you can only go through UBC solder. I think so. Yeah, they I'm basically, sure. you have a year to go through it. They give you a huge textbook and like... You, I think it's two years. You have two years to I'm, do it? I'm pretty sure. Okay, well, yeah. regardless, I know <laughs> you and I, I think we got it done in like five or six months. Like yeah. we, we found this accelerated program. Um, so yeah, if you're starting school, just let people know, be like, Hey, like, you know, I'm going to be realtor in a year. Like mm -hmm. you don't have to be weird and be like, can I sell your house in a year and a half? But, yeah. uh, don't just, feel, basically don't feel discouraged if you don't know many people, yeah. uh, just make sure that, you know, you're, you're getting contact with people and letting them know. Yeah. Right? Just start that conversation. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so I, I guess that's a good transition into advices that we can give people, uh, just to kind of wrap everything here. Um, I think the first one that we always tell people is join a team. Right. Yeah. A lot of people don't want to join teams because, you know, Splits. most of the time you have to do splits, right? Yeah. So you'd get, for example, 
you know, a certain percentage to your team leader mm-hmm. or, you know, you have to, to split your commission with your team. Yeah. Which a lot of people feel like it's not fair because, you know, most of the times they're doing a lot of the work. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you get so much guidance, right? Which is, I think, the main thing. Uh, you're getting experience from other people. Uh, you know, you get to do open houses for your team, which is something that's, I would say, major. And, uh, yeah, I think it's just a, a good learning experience but for at least a year or two, I yeah. would say. And, again, I, I don't think you can put a value on that because it's no. like we have seen people get in some nasty situations. Like, yeah. I don't want to discourage anyone or scare anyone, <laughs> yeah. but there is a lot of liability in this job with legal contracts where, yeah. you know, not only can you get major fines, like potentially, you know, at very rare occasions, you could be behind bars, right? So yeah. you really have to be careful. So, you know, having a team leader, like I know for Pedro, like he has saved us so many times, oh, yeah. especially at the beginning, there's such a big learning curve. There's a lot of information to take in. There's very, you know, strange situations, subjects, clauses, and just kind of having that, I almost want to say like older brother, older sister, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. looking after you. Um, again, I would say, every single time even if you have crazy splits if you're getting good value and you're learning take that route with the team every single time yeah also for cost of leads right Mm -hmm. most of the times you know uh, the teams will provide you with quite a bit of leads yeah and if you don't have a team it's quite expensive to get uh to get leads yeah uh and you know you're you're probably going to be burning through cash much more uh much faster yeah it's even like not knowing what to do with those leads yeah like you know we we have calling sessions we have training programs Mm -hmm. like he's given us so much information on like kind of what he did, what he learned. Um, And I think another one that's huge too is like seeing them do deals so you can kind of live through them. So I know like the contracts, what Mm -hmm. it's like, what they did, you know, even open houses. Usually if someone on your team has an open house, you can be like, hey, can I host that? And you get to meet these people, learn that experience compared to being by yourself. uh, it's, It's quite difficult. Yeah. Totally. I think we already touched on uh, save money, right? I mean, I think we should just reinforce that, you know, again, you're spending quite a bit of money and investing quite a bit of money to become a realtor. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, uh, you're not going to make you know many deals right at first. Yeah. So, you know, if you're quitting your job and going to real estate full time, I would definitely save, uh, save at least six months, at least. Yep. six months of expenses so you're not starving yeah <laughs> uh but if you're if you're a younger realtor like us and you have the chance to stay with your parents and you're yep. not renting yeah i would say that's the optimal situation kind absolutely of thing, right for at least for it's still, until a little bit until you you know save enough money maybe for down payment and with real estate the good thing is that you know if you close a few deals and you're living with your parents you're gonna get to that down payment minimum down payment much quicker too yeah and again too for for commission on deals if you go through yourself you can often keep that commission and uh, yeah. use that towards your deal yeah I, again just I, one thing I don't think we touch with the uh, money is like not only when you get paid you get paid about two or three months yeah. after you did the deal mm-hmm. so you can be like awesome I closed the deal. Uh, you know, in October <laughs> and you may not get that check till December. So yeah. you're like, crap, like, what am I going to do here? You got to just really be smart with your money. Don't be a bozo. Don't blow it all. And just, <laughs> when you also, when you have that check, don't blow it as soon as you get it. And I think another thing that's huge too is, you know, say, you know, you're about to get $5,000 or whatever your check is in a month or so. Don't spend thinking you're going to get that because we have seen crazy yeah. things happen we've seen deals collapse yeah while it, they're firm too exactly when a deal's firmed up and you know weeks before it collapses and just i personally haven't gone through that i would probably bomb my eyes out if that happened <laughs> but just always do not be excited until you have that check in your hand and also once you have that check you also have to pay gst when mm-hmm. you file the taxes 
and you have to pay some office fees as well. Yeah. So it's, yeah, this advice is, I think it's great, right? Yeah. Like don't blow the money that you just made because you're going to have to spend it elsewhere. Right. Mm -hmm. So cool. Cool. Uh, again, uh, interacting with strangers, if you're not outgoing, I think that's huge. Totally. Uh, just to get your database up, right? Which is something also that's very important. Uh, I think just even building those skills too. Like I know for, yeah. for me at the beginning and I, I'd be lying if I, you know, said I feel 100% comfortable now, but just like the amount of phone calls that you do, 100%. the amount of interactions with strangers, like I think the best advice that you can do is go to a gas station, go to a Starbucks <laughs> and just chat with them a little bit. Yeah. Even like, how's your day? Whatever, like busy, busy day so far, whatever. Just get into the habit of talking with people, even cold calls. Like, I don't know, call the pizza guy. Like, cause the pizza guy. I don't know, whatever it is, right? <laughs> just get familiar. Cause I know for me, it was very, very difficult at the beginning to yeah. uh, get on the phone with people. Cause it's just not having that background. You get in your head, you're like, oh my God, that was stupid. Why did I say that? So just, if you're not outgoing, or even if you are going, just practice as much people skills. Yeah. As you can. And you're going to meet a lot of people like when, you, when you're finally ready to do showings with like a new client mm -hmm. and you get to meet them for the first time, even if you talk to them on the phone, I don't know if you're like that too, but I'm almost a little bit nervous to yeah. meet clients in person for the first time. I think it's, <laughs> I mean, it's a little bit nerve wracking, right? You never met someone you're just meeting with them for the first time. So I think, yeah, talking to strangers, you know, will definitely help you mm -hmm. kind of uh, be more confident when meeting clients. Yeah. And I think that's a really good advice for, for younger realtors. Yeah. And I think kind of one of the last things here is just going back to that mentorship of what I was saying, just like, I personally don't believe you should have to pay a mentor yeah. um, a way around this. And I know this is something I even did when I was in high school is if there's somebody that you're interested or you want information from this person, like I had a neighbor, um, he is a very successful younger guy. I think he's about 30 years old. And uh, I had lots of questions for him and I offered to mow his lawn. Right. And like, it seems like, you know, you still have to be giving value. You have to make right. it worth their time because if someone's successful, busy, why would they waste their time on you? But mm -hmm. in this sense of real estate, if you don't have an outside mentor, I would recommend like, again, if you're in this position where you can talk to somebody, be like, Hey, I want to learn everything real estate. I will work for you. Like I'll be your assistant. Like even if you don't get paid for the first few months yeah. and again, you have to be careful here because you want to make sure that they're not taking advantage of you because yeah. there are some bad apples in real estate. Mm -hmm. But I know like we had somebody in our office that he was 18 when he started um, doing just contract work. And now that he's licensed, like he's a little stud, like he's absolutely yeah. killing it. Mm -hmm. So just with that mentorship, just really be careful of uh, you know people that are gonna take advantage yeah. of you, but it's so important to have that older brother, older sister, mentor yeah. in this business to help guide you. 100%, and I think just to add to that is uh, interview a lot of people that you, you know think might be good mentors, right? Absolutely. Because you can do that. You can just go up to someone and be like, hey, I wanna join your team. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I like what you're doing on social media. I like that I see that you're everywhere, whatever. And you can say like, you know, can I interview for your team? And then, you know, after a conversation, maybe going out for coffee with them, you can kind of tell. I would say, yeah. you, you know, you, most of the times you can kind of tell if they have good intentions it, yeah, or not. Yeah, genuine or not. Exactly. So I think that's, uh, if you're looking to get into real estate, um, that's definitely a good tip. Yeah, right? like I, I spoke with about a dozen, you know, brokerages or yeah. teams just talking with people. Mm -hmm. And kind of the test that I did um, was, you know, calling them at an uh, awkward time of day to see if they'd respond to me <laughs> and how long they yeah. took. And if somebody, you know, you could tell didn't really give a shit, then I was like, yeah, okay, I don't really want to work with you. Exactly. But uh, cool. yeah, and again, too, if, if you are wanting to go in this business, we've said this many times, like we are always open to talk. We're willing yeah. to give you advice, mm -hmm. um, kind of tell you, you know, we have some honest opinions about certain teams or whatever it may be that maybe <laughs> didn't treat us the best, um, but we'd be more than willing to, to talk with you and kind of help you get started. Mm -hmm. 
And I think that that wraps it up. That's a good way you to know, end what's, it. What's it like to to be a young realtor? I think we covered a lot of things. We covered most of the things, I would say. Yep. Right. So. And as we get funny stories and things like, there are more stories we can go over. Is there any stories that you've had, real quick, that you just find like kind of shaking your head, like how well, did I that happen? Well, I there's lots of stories that are like you know kind of relate to this topic. I think yeah. you know doing the first few cold calls, I remember I was freaking out, yeah. and I, like I remember one time. Uh, I even forgot exactly what the lead said, but I asked I asked them a question, and uh, they said something to me, and I was like, I don't know what to respond with, and I just stayed silent, and I was like, Oh, okay, I'll talk to you later, and I hung up the phone, and I was like, Dude, I I'd totally be, I'd that. be lying <laughs> if I didn't do that. Where like at the beginning, <laughs> you just like you panic, you hang up. And you like give yourself ten seconds, like, okay, what am I gonna say? What am I gonna say? And then you call back, and you're like, sorry, cut out. Like that was weird. <laughs> Lost connection. Yeah, I think that's probably one of them. I mean, there's lots of there's lots of things we can do like a whole episode of all stories. I was gonna say I have some stories I'd love to share, but yeah, I guess we can save that for another episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, thanks for watching, guys. Uh, hope you like the third episode. Uh, yeah. I know we've been doing. Uh, uh, this is the third episode, so it's already quite a bit of episodes. Yeah. Say. Again, it's, we're kind of just testing the waters here. If yeah. you have any. Uh, you know, criticism. We're feedback. always open to hear. Yeah, feedback. Yeah, we want to. You know, we want to make a podcast that you guys listen to and you guys are interested. So, if you have any topics we you want us to cover, or mm -hmm. if you have any questions about, you know, what's like being a young realtor. You know, I know there are a lot of people that message me uh, about real estate. Actually, one of them already became a real estate agent. So yeah, uh, yeah. So I somebody that just helped get into school. Exactly. So so yeah, it's 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 a very relatable topic. I think for a lot of people that are looking to get into real estate. Uh, leave any questions. Uh, follow us on Instagram. It's Relatable RE Podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, this episode is going to be on YouTube and Spotify. Yep. Um, we'll see if we can get into Apple Music. I don't know. A lot of people, they use Apple Music, honestly. Yeah. I, Apple, is that Apple Music? Apple Music well, or Apple? Podcast. Okay, Apple Podcast. Yeah. There's Apple everything. We need more sponsors. <laughs> we need sponsors to pay for the episode. This episode is sponsored. No. Yeah, exactly. We have no sponsors <laughs> just yet. But yeah, anyways, we'll thanks for watching, guys. Uh, see you later. Ciao. Ha, ha, ha.